Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. This podcast is for movie lovers. It's not an unbiased opinion. It's not a straightforward review. It's just a couple people talking about a movie that they love. The format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they're obsessed with, something they connect with. We'll talk about the plot, the director, and the actors, but we'll also talk about the personal connection my guest has with that movie. So if that sounds like something you want to listen to, keep listening. This is Lisa, and I have a returning guest with me here today. I have Courtney. Woo! What's up, y'all? What's up, Courtney? We haven't had you since... You've been on the show once before, but you are on our most downloaded episode ever. American Psycho! Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Which is awesome. Um, so I kind of changed the format of this a little bit. Uh, before we dive in, I'm going to do a couple of quick plugs mm-hmm. and kind of get rolling. Uh, so if you haven't heard before, I'm Lisa... And if you want to reach out about this show, you can reach me on Twitter under AYA Lisa Cosplay. I'm also on Instagram under AYA and as a Nancy, AMI Lisa. And we have a closed Facebook group called I Love That Movie. The group's closed, but just send me a request and I'll add you. It's just a safe space for movie lovers to discuss films, judgment free. My only rule is keep it positive. Um, Also, if you like what you hear today, please subscribe and rate the show. And if you leave a positive review on iTunes, you're entered to win a $20 gift card to a movie theater chain of your choice. I have uh, drawn one winner in the past at 15. Once I get to 30 entries, I'm going to draw another name, so please leave one today. Um, So, Courtney, back to you. Uh, in case our guests haven't heard that previous American Psycho episode, yeah. do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? I am Courtney. I actually know Lisa from cosplay mm-hmm. for, oh God, a really long time. I know. I don't know exactly. I don't want to say because it's... <laughs> it, it gives away our age. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. But uh, no, but um, today, uh, instead of American Psycho, we are going to be taking a look at one of my favorite found footage movies... The Blair Witch Project. Yes, and um, the Blair Witch uh, Project came out in 1999, even though the movie is set at 1995. Mm-hmm. It takes place in 1995. It is $60,000 budget, and it basically changed horror genre forever. Yeah. Um, yo, go ahead. I mean, it's not the very first found footage movie. I can't remember the name of the one, but it was one. It was, I, I want to say it was... It might have been Cannibal Holocaust. I don't quote me on that because I'm not really sure off the top of my head. But that was like the first like found footage movie. But this one, I think, is the first one that kind of gripped people because mm-hmm. it's so real. And like yeah. people had like a visceral reaction to it because it was just it was so like all the marketing campaign that they did for it and all the extra stuff that they did for it. Like the they had like a sci fi companion documentary for it oh wow yeah it was like they made it real yeah even though it was just a movie right no I remember when it came out um I was in high school yeah and uh I remember the other kids believing it was real Mm -hmm. and me being like a smug 
annoying teenager be like, I know it's not. It's They're right. actors. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like, you had to look it up. Like, that was one of those things that you were like, wait, did this really happen? Or Because right. it was just, like, it's one of those movies that grips you so much because it's set realistically. And, like, I, I know that people's biggest complaint about it is that, oh, you don't see the monster. It's not scary because there's no monster. But that's why it is scary. I agree. That's I, why why it, why it terrifies you, because you have no idea what the hell it is that's coming after you. And I think the whole found footage genre honestly gets a pretty bad rap um, unnecessarily. I mm-hmm. think that it's proven that it has staying power. Yeah. I mean, there's been tons of found yeah. footage movies since. Like all of the paranormal activity movies. Yeah, which I like too. Uh, which was uh, the American Ooh, version quarantine. of uh, REC. I don't know if you've seen REC, but I, th- I like I it better than I have quarantine. seen REC, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the VHS... Uh, anthologies both of those not the last last one one. so much (laughs) i'm sorry not viral or whatever it was yeah no that that was hot garbage on ice um but yeah the actually um uh edward the director for this he did the second he directed the second vhs which is weird because it's better than the first one i agree in his uh his segment i think i wrote it down so yeah this was written and directed by daniel uh, myrick and eduardo sanchez Mm mm-hmm um, and Eduardo Sanchez is the guy you're talking about that did uh, VHS 2. It's A Ride in the Park. He did, yeah. And then he did um, 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 Lovely he, Molly. Yes, which I love. I would yeah. love to talk about that movie. Oh, yeah. Def. That, <laughs> that movie actually, like, legitimately terrified me. Yeah, and was... I feel like nobody has seen it or talked oh, about no, it. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. <laughs> I've, I've, I've definitely watched it a couple okay. of times. Just be like, what the Yes, what? I watched it twice. Yeah. I, I was, and, you and have we, to. Did you freeze frame? Yeah. Like, reveal? Yeah, okay. Like, okay. Oh, you oh, should check that movie out, yes. too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, but I, I'm glad we're talking about this because I feel like sometimes, especially like in the movie world, I've heard a lot of like negative, like, I don't like, it, mm-hmm. it ruined the genre. I'm like, like I but don't it, think I, it did See, my all. thing is, is that there are a lot of slasher films and there's nothing wrong with slasher films, mm-hmm. you know, but for me, that's not scary. Like, I don't have nightmares about that sort of stuff right. because it's, it's, it can be really hokey and unrealistic. Whereas the found footage movies, for the most part, there are some terrible ones out there. I'm not going to pretend like that's not true. But for whatever reason, these are just so much more terrifying in the sense that you can place yourself in the position of the characters. Oh, yeah. A lot easier than you could in like a slasher film. Because why would you ever, ever be in that position to where you're in the woods or in some abandoned cabin. Well, and those characters aren't relatable. Like, the yeah. women in slasher movies and a lot of horror movies are like, they always pick, like, these teen model-looking women. And yeah. it's like, I don't look like that. Yeah. So, like, in these in movies like Blair Witch or the other found footage, they pick, like, regular people. Yeah. And I think that makes it scarier for me. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Because, again, you can you can easily swap out that character with yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. And, and I feel like it gives... A lot of them give, like, the power back to the characters in a way that I feel like slasher films are more about, like, they're almost like a fantasy from the slasher's point of view. Yeah. But found footage movies are more from the victim's point of view, and I think I gel with that a little bit more. Yeah, because you're basically experiencing everything that they're going through. Right. Through their eyes, because you're, you know, looking through the lens of the camera as they would be seeing it. And I do think that that is what makes it so much more terrifying is that turn of perspective. I agree. Yeah, no. 
completely. So, um, so yeah, you already got one of my, uh, my quick facts. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give the synopsis really quick, yeah. not that it's this big, dark synopsis, <laughs> but <laughs> I'll read it really fast yeah. and then we'll kind of jump in. So, again, Blair Witch, uh, project. Found video footage tells the tale of three film students, uh, Heather Donahue, Joshua Leonard, and Michael C. Williams, who've traveled to a small town to collect documentary footage about the Blair Witch, a legendary local murderer. Over the course of several days, the students interview townspeople and gather clues to support the tale's veracity. But the project takes a frightening turn when the students lose their way in the woods and begin hearing horrific noises. Spooky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think even just like how the movie starts out, it, yeah. this is one of those movies where when I went back and watched it, it's like I kind of forget this part. I think right. my memory jumps to like the woods. Yeah, but, but the when they were before, up, yeah. yeah, when they were just in the town, like walking around trying to get set up, you know, talking to the townspeople about the the Blair Witch and all this other stuff and uh, Mr. Parr and all that stuff, you know, that's what you would do if you were like a plucky film student going out and doing some spooky, you know, documentary for your film class. That's what you would do. You would be like joking around. And then that's another thing why, that's another thing that I like about the movies because you see them in that state. And, you know, they're happy, they're normal, they're fine. And then you see them fatiguing and getting more and more scared and getting more and more stressed out and angry at each other and fighting. And, like, you know, just the situation is, like, draining them. And you can see that. Like, it's not like... Because they really did that to them. They, like, put them in the woods. They Mm -hmm. gave them barely any food. You know, they were ragged by the end of this film. And, I mean, they only shot this in eight days. So it kind of almost mirrors, like, how long they're in the woods physically. So... Yeah, you're seeing, like, real wear and tear on the actors. Um, I also liked, uh, just kind of like an aside, man, it's so 90s looking back yeah. right now. Like, <laughs> oh my god, Heather's uh, her hair. hair. <laughs> I looked at I looked at her little hair headband with the little, I don't know what you call it, the zigzags. Yeah. Oh, they're so ugly, stupid looking. And I totally didn't they're have back like, the now. right hairline. They're to... back now. I can't wear those. No. I look... Horrible. And, and nobody point, should. Nobody should be wearing. I point out was like, oh my god. And Heather, like, I feel like I knew that chick. Yeah, everybody. Like did. that nerdy chick that's like kind she of a like, know-it-all. Real kind of annoying. Um, that, that's I'm that chick. That's me. <laughs> I think I'm her now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. And I really liked her like relationship with the other two male characters because mm-hmm. it felt really well. First of all, the um, I don't know how else to explain, it, but not the blonde guy, but the other guy, Mike. Mike. He like looks like guys I knew in high school. Yeah. Like, I mean, they look exactly like what I I know somebody who so looks weird. just like Josh. I know somebody who looks just like Mike. Absolutely. Right. The like, two quintessential yes. dudes from high school. Yep. That's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> and, but, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's so 90s. You're absolutely right <laughs> It about is. That. And I kind of love that. And I like the relationship between Heather and the two guys because they could have. And they. I think they wrote it one way where one of them, like, reveals they're in love with her at the end. Yeah. But then they remove that because yeah. they're like, it's stupid. And it's not necessary. necessary. Uh-uh. It's actually better if they aren't in love with her because it, it heightens, it's, like, yeah. the tension, I think. Because they get, like, real pissed at her. <laughs> and, like, if one of them was in love with her, then that wouldn't have happened. That but... would have made it, like, uneven. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, like, she was supposed to argue an equal amount with both dudes, I read, mm-hmm. but they removed some of it because they were like, it looks too much like they're ganging up on her, which I feel like it looks like anyway, but... Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> There's just that dynamic of two dudes and a girl, like, yeah. I don't know. It just kind of, It's in there no matter what they do, but it's mm-hmm. kind of what would happen, so I'm like... Yeah. 
Because I think, I think that is what happens when you're in a stressful situation. I think you pick, like, an ally. And yeah. like you said, if they're not in love with her, I feel like the guys are going to pick each other. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And it is her fault. It is. It was her fault. No, absolutely. <laughs> definitely her fault. Like, she definitely got them real fucking lost in the woods. Yeah. And, um, like, immediately. Like, instantaneously. <laughs> <laughs> and she was so rude but about she, it. Yeah. She refused to. But, like, that's definitely something that I would have done if I was that age. I would have definitely been like, oh, okay. Well... This isn't right, but we're just going to go with it anyway. Right. Oh, we just follow this river. I read that somewhere. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then when you, like, have that, like, wash of, like, relief when you recognize something. Yeah. It's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I was right. I knew that. Yeah, so I knew that. No I knew, see, deal. I told you guys. I told you guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh. oh, go ahead. Sorry. That's definitely something that happens. And you're right. I think that that, that that scenario, like, if it was reversed, if it was two girls and a dude, the girls would probably band together yeah. against the dude just naturally yeah they would, they would try to find common ground and, and pick a bad guy yeah um oh by the way this is one of the podcasts i haven't done this in a long time <laughs> but we're drinking wine yes mindy mentioned that oh I, yeah so courtney's our mutual friend is mindy yeah and uh Mindy was like, we should drink and, like, watch Sailor Moon, I think she suggested. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we should do that. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, man, we haven't done a wine podcast in yeah. a while, so, yeah, we're drinking this, wine. This is it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I was going to mention, too, that the three principal actors in this film, uh, who, I, I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but the actors are the same name as their yeah. characters. That's uh, that's another thing. They didn't yeah. have to pretend like they were somebody else. Right. And they shot, like, almost all the film, like, in the movie... They make it appear as though they're shooting it, and yeah. they really are. Yeah, which yeah. I think was really cool. They, yeah, they have the um, the sixteen millimeter, can- which one of my favorite lines is when they're um talking to that woman Mary in her um trailer, and mm-hmm. the focus is really soft, <laughs> and he's like, "I messed up on the focus," and he, she's like. You're measuring for meters? We're not in Europe. It's like, oh, well, yeah. the fucking camera has meters. And it's like, well, what are the brown ones? Uh, brown ones are feet. And it's like, uh, so they're on there. Yeah, right? It's like, hello. He's just trying to be cool. <laughs> yeah. He's just trying to be it's legit. Like, I've, I've she calls uses, him out. Yeah, she totally calls him out. It's like, I've used this camera like once before. It's like, okay, but she's right, though. They're on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think their dynamic is like really good. Yeah. It's very real. Yeah, but I, I just thought that was cool. I, I, I didn't pick up on that. I thought watching it, like, oh, they're making it seem like they're shooting it, but they're not. Mm-hmm. But they really are. But they are. So that's, mm-hmm. that's All really that neat. footage came from them. That's cool. And they're the 16 camera and then the handheld that she had. I also loved how, when it was the documentary mm-hmm. um, part of it, like, they would switch to that, like, really cheesy black and white, grady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was that camera, though. Oh, okay. okay. So it wasn't that. That was just what the sixteen millimeter camera looks like. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but um, because nowadays, yeah, it would be like just a filter. Yeah, but, but <laughs> that's for true. for realism. They they definitely had that, and it it feels good. Like it. Yeah. Feels no, it fits really with like, the movie yeah, really well. Oh, yeah, and I like some some of the interspliced scenes too, where the, you see it on the sixteen, and then you see it on her handy cam. Oh yeah. And you can see both perspectives like you can see her in the foreground with her camera and then you could cut to her perspective that was really like i really like that a lot yeah, like no because totally. you're seeing it from the outside and then you're seeing it from the inside too right you're seeing like when they put on a front when they're trying not to seem afraid mm-hmm. and then you see how they actually feel yeah and it becomes like a really good tool as a storytelling kind of um, yeah. tactic throughout the movie yeah um i think let's see i i went through all my 
top things. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention was the film was in the Guinness Book of World Records for top budget box office ratio. Oh, yeah. For a mainstream feature. Uh, the film cost $60,000 to make and made $248 million. That's a lot. A ratio of $1 for every $10,931 made. That's a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. Especially in, like, 1999. Yeah. Like, wow. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I knew it was big. As a kid, but I, I, I didn't have that. Well, that's another thing realize. I think that drew people in about it because you didn't know if it was real or not. Right. You yeah. people went to try and figure out if it was real. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it like it was wildly successful. Just like the first um, couple of Paranormal Activity uh, movies, mm-hmm. those did real well. And I really liked those. Yeah. I mean, they definitely have this movie to thank for it. Yeah, and, the, yeah, exactly, because they kind of opened the door for this type of of found footage. Because a lot of it is weird because it starts out as found footage, and then it's got, like, regular footage in there, and it's like, you know, where, where are you going? What are you trying to be? But <laughs> yeah. this was purely that. Like, there's yeah. no confusion about where the cameras were. There was no confusion about, like, what was taking place, you know, what it was supposed to be. It was purely just their footage, what they experienced in the way that they experienced it. Well, I think a lot of times in found footage movies that don't work, it's because they're trying to force found footage to fit their story Mm -hmm. instead of the other way around. Whereas this one, I think it was really successful because it it fits the narrative. Yeah, it was really organic. Oh, like, so one of the iconic moments where they're talking about the map because mm-hmm. I watched it, I've I've watched this movie. I'm not gonna. I'm not even. I'm not even ashamed. I've watched this movie about forty five times. That's cool. And no. uh, a couple times <laughs> with the director's commentary and the map. Like they had been sitting down. Like they're watching them like from afar, and they saw them with the map, and they got frustrated. And like I think what they said was Heather kind of crumpled it up and like threw it on the ground, and then. Mike just kicked it into the river and he thought that the other two saw him do it, but nobody else saw him do it. And then, so when that moment happens, it's a realization of what he had done because nobody else knew that he had done that because he did it organically. And so all of that frustration (laughs) was actually an organic frustration. And and that's another thing that I liked because they had a couple of moments that were like planned out, but everything else was just their raw emotion coming out. Yeah, how you would feel in that situation. Yeah. I know it makes me like physically ill to like imagine. <laughs> I always tell Nick, I'm like, you'll never read a news headline of Lisa dies lost in the woods. That's <laughs> just not going to happen, folks. <laughs> not after. No. No, no, you're not wrong. Like, I love camping, but, but if I'm not no. with a bunch of people. <laughs> Especially when you read about like, guy goes camping by himself, disappears. Yeah, I'm like, like, and then they look for him for eight days and, and he survives. was torn <laughs> apart by a bear or. <laughs> yeah. Or he survived on bugs. I'm like, like dude, mm, why? Mm. <laughs> you could just glamp. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> glamp. <laughs> that, that's what I'd be doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I, uh, I think that made it feel very real. And I also think it's relatable to imagine these. I mean, they're not teens, I guess. Are they, they're they're like college, college students, right? Yeah. yeah. So 19 to 21. Yeah. Um, they, they just think that they've got it all figured mm-hmm. out and that they're just going to... Mm-hmm. You know, they don't really... I mean, they kind of prepare. They prepare, but not like they should have in any way, shape, or form. No, and you're just just watching it going, ugh, but you're also kind of like, I would do that. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I definitely would have been that dumb. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, there's stuff that 
they did to them that you don't see. Like that scene, I can't remember which night it is. I think it's the second or the, no, it's the third night where they get woken up and they hear like all the little kids' voices and then the tent starts shaking and they like peel out and like Heather is like running and she's like, oh my God, what the fuck is that? Apparently there was the art director, he was dressed in like head to toe in like white, like long johns and like he had like a <laughs> white stocking on his head and he was like running alongside of them, but you don't see that. So it's like, that. that's one of those things that's like, what the hell is she reacting to? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it kind of is like, oh my God, now I need to know what is it? What is it? But, like, she pans over and you can't see what it is. I think I turned the gamma up on my TV, like, as high as it would go, trying to see if I could see it and I couldn't see it. And it's just like, but again, that's the not knowing, the unknownness of it is why it's so scary. Because you can't put a face to it. No, I, I I subscribe to the idea that you don't show the creature. If you do, not until, like, the very end. There's a, there's a movie that just came out uh, on Netflix called The Ritual. They oh, did... I love that yeah. movie. Yes. It's so good. Yes. I accidentally watched it without Nick, though. He was, like, at work, and I saw all of it. <laughs> so it's like, I keep telling him he needs to watch he it, does. but I think he subtly feels some some anger. <laughs> but I really liked yeah. it. Yeah. Because you don't see exactly what it is that you're supposed to see until the end of the and movie. And then when you do your, like damn wow (laughs) that is not what i was expecting at all i didn't expect them to go there nope and then they just did Mm -hmm. it was a good movie yeah great movie um but yeah just like you said it's one of those this was one of those stories that you don't need to see what it is that's happening like what it is is doing it to you basically um yeah like when they oh man the when heather when josh disappears and they're like they're listening to him screaming in the woods like at night and they're like trying to call out to him and then in the morning when she finds that little package i was like oh so what is that it's his teeth (laughs) and it's funny because it's actually like real like somebody had their teeth extracted like from a while back and it's like real human teeth oh my god yeah right <laughs> but yeah it's it's just like his molars and like his canines and stuff it's just a bunch of teeth and like a wad of his hair and like blood and that breakdown that she has like right after like she's trying to keep it together because she doesn't want mike to lose it because if they both lose it then they're yeah. totally screwed like some they have to try and they're like struggling to keep it together and like there's that scene like right after that where they're like kind of like holding each other like rocking back and forth it's like they're in the shit now like this is yeah it's come to the point where they're like so like just eviscerated <laughs> physically and mentally and they're just like done with it they're trying to get out they can't get out they don't know what else to do and then that happens and it's just like Bleh. done done pack it up <laughs> yeah no i i think uh no i think they're acting in the whole movie is it feels real because it it is real, mm-hmm. but also they do a really good job. I, I think that's yeah. another part where some found footage movies struggle because I think there's this idea that like, oh, well, you can just do this with anybody, but I don't but think you can't. so. Mm-mm. No, I, th- I think the person has to be kind of, I think they have to have some like improv chops in order yeah. to pull it off. Absolutely. I mean, they definitely channel their feelings, but there, there has to be some talent there. And, and these three, they just worked really well together. Yeah. They had good chemistry on camera and it just made a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you on that, definitely. Because, I mean, there's... There are some found footage films... Like, okay, Quarantine I love, but it's definitely 
not as fluid as like REC is to right. me. I think I think it feels more in quarantine. It feels like more like the main character is like a, an actress. Yeah. Yeah. Because she, because you know who she is. You've yeah. seen her before. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's Dexter's sister. Mm-hmm. But when you have relatively like unknown actors, it helps a little bit with the realism because you've never seen them before. You can't right. place their face. So you can kind of lose yourself in the situation because it's like, oh, I don't know who that is. Maybe this actually happened. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the paranormal activity movies have that going mm-hmm. for them too. It's like they have enough acting experience to where they're doing a good job, yeah. but not so much that you know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, go for it. Um, <laughs> let me let me just... There you go. Just in case you were all... <laughs> Every time I open, like, I, I recorded with someone the other day, and I opened a lacrosse, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, are you opening a beer? And I, go, I was like, you ask that every time. It's a lacrosse. <laughs> I, I but, still don't know why you would be opening a lacrosse, but... Uh... <sighs> it's low calorie. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend like there's another good reason. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... What's the next part of the film? We've kind of... We're, we're just going to jump all over yeah, the place. Yeah, we're all over fine. the place. Um, I... Let's see. When they're... When they... <laughs> when they are... They find, like, the, the little cemetery area and they, all the rocks are there and then they go back at night. And <laughs> Heather's like, well, what do you think? He's like, same thing, only darker. <laughs> like, I feel like at that point, that sentiment was like, everybody was like, why did they go back there? And then he knocks that pile over and all hell breaks loose. And it's like, if they hadn't have gone back, if she hadn't have forced, forced them to go back at night, that wouldn't have happened and they wouldn't have died. <laughs> I know. And forever, if I see a pile of rocks, I'm just going to assume the worst. Just step, just step away. Step away. I think the movie does a good job of, like, showing you creepy stuff, but it's not definitive to where... It's not obvious that it's a bad omen. Yeah. It's, like, so subtle that you're like... Well, that's weird, and that wasn't there before, but mm-hmm. I'm also kind of doubting myself. Right. Like she goes, those weren't there before, right? And they're like... Yeah, when they pop I'm up like, in front of know. their tent, it's like, how could we just have built our camp in sight of three piles of rocks just by, you know, you wouldn't have done that. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, you would have remembered that those were there because it's so unusual that you would have, death that would have made an imprint in your memory to know that, oh, these were here when we left, but if you... If they just show up, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be yeah. That's that's gonna be. <laughs> and one it's of those. just subtle enough to where you doubt yourself. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is obvious. I I would have seen this, but you're like, right? Mm-hmm. You know. So I think like the movie does that a lot with the little wooden uh, doll, kind yeah, of twine things. The, the same symbols, thing. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like that's creepy, but it's not obvious. You know, it's not a sign that says right. There's a witch here. She's gonna murder you or something. And then like even with that like in the seek oh well. Not the sequel sequel, not Book of Shadows, because we don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't talk, talk about, about that. that. We do not, that we do not it's acknowledge it is not the sequel, but Blair Witch, the mm-hmm. actual sequels in this movie. That's why I keep saying Project. But, yes. Because <laughs> I'm always worried I'm going to say the wrong Yeah. One. But um, they kind of did that too when, well, I don't want to, spoiler alert, but when they're with those other two and they find out that they've like faked it. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, wait, how did they get away with this? You know, how did they dupe us into, you know, with the little sticks? And it's like, oh, this is a callback from the footage. And it's like, you know, I like that they did stuff like that to, like, tie it in. Because those little stick 
figures are so iconic to that movie. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. It's very subtle and very simple, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, it doesn't cost anything to come up with that idea, but, yeah, it sticks in your brain. Yeah. Like, when you think about this movie, you definitely think about those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they said something like, most of the art, art budget went to twine and sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like they gave it to someone and said, like, come up with something, mm-hmm. please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I liked I liked all of the, the lore that they put in at the beginning, like with the people in the town. Because some of the people that they had that told stories, they, they weren't actors. They were just right. people that they yeah, were like... Yeah, you could tell. Yeah, they were just like people who they were like, oh yeah, by the way, they kind of like primed them a little bit and then they came up with their own stories. And then they had to like hunt those people down later to give them sign releases and stuff like that. But it was like one of those situations where it's like, that's why doing stuff like that feels so organic because it is organic well and also the actors they weren't in on the joke right so to speak like so they they would prime these people and give them a background to say like build a story off this but then the actors interviewing them like thought that the blair witch was real because yeah they they had no idea exactly exactly they they had no prior knowledge to the fact that they were going to be like set up with this information yeah but that, that, I don't. I can't think of anybody that's done that, right? Since and, then. and even they haven't duplicated Mm-mm. that scenario again. Like, yeah, it's like until something else comes along. But but there hasn't really been anything else like it. Not I that I can think similar of. stuff. But yeah, what was that one that uh, that Bobcat did about the about the Yeti? I can't remember. Something I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I, I can't That one was pretty good, and it reminded me a lot of this movie, but it, mm-hmm. it still wasn't quite as on yeah. the nose. Like, yeah. But it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I... Oof, I could talk about this, like I said, 45, 45 times I've seen this movie. <laughs> it's amazing. It, well, because it's just one of those ones where it's just like, every time... Even though I've watched it as many times as I've watched it, I still find something that I didn't see before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's always just a little bit of something that I didn't notice that I was seeing. And I was like, oh, oh my, that makes so much more sense. Like, I remember, like, the third time that I watched it, I forgot that they had mentioned that... Russell Parr had put the kids in the corner facing away, and then at oh, the yeah. end... I noticed that this time. Yeah. It. yeah. Mike is standing in the corner facing away. It's really disconcerting for some yeah. reason. Like, it's like, why is he in the corner? Remember that why is he not responding to her screaming at him? Like, you know, what's happening? What's going on? And then she's just, like, out. And you're left, like, wondering, like, oh my god, what just happened? That part at the end, too, where she's, like, running with the camera and mm-hmm. screaming... I feel like there were moments I forgot that she's the one holding the camera. Mm-hmm. Well, because she's so, yeah. There's no audio on the camera that she's holding. Uh, and okay. so when you hear her, it's through either his sound equipment or her, oh, her okay. candy cam. So it's it's really disconnecting because they played they they played that audio as it would be happening, but you're seeing and it's so, like it's disconnected from what you're seeing her doing and then where you're hearing it. And then it gets louder as she oh. gets closer to him. Yeah. Right. Oh, wow, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, for some of you out there that haven't messed with audio and haven't messed with cameras, like, that that's really clever. It is. Because I, I didn't pick up on that, and, you know, getting audio, especially somewhere that's, like, not in a studio mm-hmm. or not in a controlled environment, it's difficult. 
Uh, we so. need 30 seconds of room time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, wait, there's an airplane. Ah, oh, there's a truck. Ah, oh, it's a motorcycle. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was that was okay. very cleverly done. See, that's so subtle that like for someone like me that doesn't have a background in that, I couldn't tell that that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. But I could feel it. Like, yeah, you know, it, it it adds to the realism of the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, uh, I'm trying to think of. Oh no, you're fine. And like I said, it's a short movie. Yeah, too. it is a short movie. Um, I wish it, I I I don't wish that it were longer. Because it was like, if it were longer, it would have been a little tedious. Yeah. So that's another thing that I think some found footage films suffer from is the, the length of them mm-hmm. is a little bit like, it's like, you know, dial it, edit it back just a little bit or like punch, punch push a scare a little yeah. bit further in like, or something. But Well, yeah, I think that's why like VHS works because yeah. it's all small it's all stories mm-hmm. within one anthology it's and that kind of... It's just short enough to where you don't have time to, like, get bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. little little bites, little bites. Yeah, but I I think that um, and I'm not gonna pretend like it's like the most perfect movie ever. It does have pacing problems, but you know who doesn't have pacing problems? I didn't notice. It, but it's just one of those ones that is just so gripping. Like at least for me, like I know obviously not everybody's gonna like that style of movie, and that's fine. Like I know some people prefer slasher films or like you know creature features or something like that. Zombie movies are great. But I think it made a lot of money for a reason. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> I mean, I think it resonated with a lot of people that maybe yep. don't fit into those categories, but really got this one. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, this is for me. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think that's pretty much all I have to say okay. about. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I don't want to be here for another 40 hours because i could totally talk about it like literally all day i mean if there's anything else you can think of you're fine i i mean i guess the last thing that i can say is that i wish more people did more movies like this i i also wish that more people would do more movies with practical effects like this like because i mean there wasn't a whole lot happening in the monster department but what they had going on with like again with like the the art direction, the pile of rocks, the mm-hmm. the stick figures, the bloody teeth in the bundle, stuff like that. Like little, it costs nothing. Yeah, little pieces that. like yeah. that. Like that is scary. That to me is psychologically jarring, and it leaves an impression because it's like it's real. It's physical. No, I think that um, I always point to. Uh... Denis Villeneuve, who's like one of my favorite directors right now, he said that actors respond differently when they can pick up a prop and it's heavy when they're in a real environment. He's like, they act differently. Mm -hmm. And I think that this movie, you know, exemplifies that. You know, the actors act the way they do because they're feeling those emotions in that environment. And, you know, you don't have to spend $150 million on a movie to make a good movie. Yeah. You know, and, and I really like horror as a genre because I do think a lot of our favorite directors start here. Yeah. Because they're typically low budget. Yeah. Horror you have movies to just are be creative. Horror yeah. movies are notoriously easy to make right. and cheap to make. That's why there are a lot of them. Yeah. But you have to have a certain eye for it to make a good one. No, I agree. And uh yeah, that's where your talent can really shine through because well, I guess it's 
easy in the sense that you mm-hmm. spend less money. You have to be so much more creative with your dollars. And yeah. um, this movie was very creative. I mean, it hit a nerve and it made a crazy amount of money. Yeah. And um, I really like it. Yeah. I think when it came out, I was kind of, I don't know, I, I, I didn't really gel with it the way that I do now. Mm-hmm. I have like a new appreciation appreciation for it because I grew up like not watching horror movies. Right. I was kind of like not <laughs> allowed to. <laughs> uh. Except The Shining for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. We I can talk about that later to my therapist. Um, <laughs> you know. I was the complete opposite of that. Like I oh, think I remember so I remember watching um, one of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies when I was way too young to be watching it. Like no offense to my mom but where were you on that one? <laughs> Come get me. Yeah. I'm scared. At me. At me, mom. No. But, um, yeah, I I, I think being so young and being exposed to them so young gave me a weird appreciation for them. No, I'm jealous. I I definitely was scared out of my mind, but for whatever reason, I wanted, like, I just, like, I need more. I need more. (laughs) Oh, it's definitely addicting. It's, It's funny. When I meet people that say that they don't watch horror movies... Mm-hmm. Like, I don't watch those. And they kind of act like, like, others are beneath me. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? You just... Okay. Like any other genre, there's a bunch of stuff out there that's terrible. Yeah. And there's a bunch of stuff out there that's great. And yes, I think, you know, horror is kind of subjective in yeah. the way that humor is subjective. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, something that scares me may not scare you, but there's an art to it. Like, mm-hmm. there just is. And, like, when you open yourself up to this genre, I, I promise you. Like, yeah. You're going to find some amazing, like, hidden gems. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, the fun part. Plus, it's a really great, easy, cheap date night. Yeah. Because I can't tell you how many times we've just ordered a pizza. Yeah. And opened a bottle of wine and just... Well, I can't... Been scared shitless. <laughs> like, that's I, a great night for I me. I can't <laughs> tell you how many times, like, my sister will be like, oh, have you seen this list? And it's like... A, a list of like oh horror movies to watch and I was like I have seen all of these yeah. <laughs> I've, I've turned on movies on Netflix yeah. and been 20 minutes in and then you're and like oh wait I saw this <laughs> I mean you know it's probably yeah. three beers in and a pizza so yeah it's like oh, always oh. Remember it, but. well because sometimes I'll start watching one and then I'll be like no this is going in a weird way and I'll turn it off and then like a week will go by and I'll turn it back on and be like oh what's this and I was like oh wait <laughs> now I remember. But, like, seriously, we could do, <laughs> we could record an episode, like, every week for as many and the, and the best part is they're easy to edit, and they're yeah. probably only, like, going to be 40 minutes. Yeah, they're short. <laughs> they're short. They're very brief. <laughs> very brief. But, um, yeah, no, like, oh, man, you know what we should do, though? You know what I'm going to say? Session nine? Yes! yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's going in the final cut. <laughs> do it, Gordon. Oh, my God. That movie... Oh, I, I love that director, too. Yeah. Uh, he has a lot of great films, but I remember my uncle recommending that to me, Gil, and for those mm-hmm. of you that haven't heard some of the previous episodes, I had a very conservative upbringing, <laughs> and horror was, like, not a part of that. So no, but no. then my uncle's like, y- you, gotta you gotta watch see it, this. Yeah. He's like, I know it's not my brand, but... Yeah, I, so I, I definitely and, oh burned through, like... Back in the day, like a couple of years ago, I um, I, I my work schedule was as such that I had Fridays off, and I I mowed through Netflix's horror category. And it's so like 
emotionally and physically draining. It's like like when take, you like when take you take a break. Get home, you're like, are you okay? And you're like, I'm so tired. <laughs> but it, it feels so good. <laughs> I I I lie down. <laughs> Did you watch that one? Um, it's like a. It's either I think it's a Chinese film. It could be a but I, I, there's, about, a, like, there's a lot. There's it's like a lot. About, uh, it's the dumpling one. <gasps> oh god! Oh my god! I can't believe you mentioned that. Oh, do you know how long it was? Like three <laughs> months before I could eat like gyoza again. Yes. Oh my god! Dumplings it messed me. That up. was so screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> and like at a certain secret. point I was like what's happening the face she made yes <laughs> I, I turned it off and I was legitimately like yeah I wish I hadn't seen that yeah I think I but then a month later I was like I'm glad I did yeah <laughs> it was it was it was, <laughs> it was bad so, it was so it, the movie wasn't bad it kind of was but it was upsetting it was real upsetting don't it's very disturbing if you are a fan of like pot stickers or gyoza or whatever do not watch. There's a. It, I. I want to say it's a Chinese horror movie called Dumplings. Do not watch that. Oh boy. Like seriously. Like I know that sometimes it's like, oh no, don't watch that. And I think, eh, no, also what? No, don't. That jacked me up real bad. <laughs> I think every woman saw that. It was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was dark. Ah, no, but we, um, could, we we totally could. Like, if you want to do more, like, it's October. It's spoopy time, everybody. I know. So if you want to do well, more, we yeah. got we got plenty plenty to go and on. Nick really wants to do session nine. Yeah. So we should do that we'll one. Do, well, yeah, let's do that. Definitely. Well, I'm going to ask you my last two questions then. Sure. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you think you've come back to this movie so many times? Because it's so real. Like, it's just, it's so real. And it's so cleanly done. I don't feel like I'm watching a movie. I actually feel like I'm watching their experience. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's authentic in a way that I think a lot of found footage movies try to emulate. Mm-hmm. But this one, it just nailed it because they picked the right people. Mm-hmm. They had a great director and he knew exactly what he was looking for and how to achieve it. Yeah. In this sort of Alfred Hitchcock way of like uh, le- yeah. legitimately terrifying them. Yeah. <laughs> but it worked and it just, it's good. Um, how would you pitch this movie to someone that hasn't seen it before? Man, uh, I would basically be like, you know what I would tell them? I would be like, there are these kids. I wouldn't even like pitch it like it was like a movie, like a fake movie. I would pitch it like it was like an actual documentary. Like they found the, they found this footage from these kids, like in the woods. It's like, you gotta see this. Like, it's really terrifying. Like you love to camp, right? Like, this will make you not want to go camping. I I promise that I would just like totally. <laughs> I would do, no. I would. I would totally mess with them and be like, oh yeah, no, it's totally real. And then be like, no, it wasn't real after they watched it, just to screw with them. <laughs> I mean, because that's what happened to us. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. Because I mean, like, no, like seriously, like, um, if you guys haven't seen any of the additional stuff that they did for this, there was a sci-fi, um feature that they did as a companion piece to the movie it was basically um their family their you know the the actors who played their family um and like police the police force out in uh burkittsville or blair and um like it's just pretending like it's like okay here here's all the lore behind the blair witch and then here's you know their family after they you know disappeared and it's like you know it's it added a level of realness to it that I don't think anybody has been able to match. Like, I think 
I, I agree with you. And as far as like ad campaigns or companion pieces like that, I think Cloverfield has done something similar, but I don't think anybody has gotten close to that level of like giving you that much of a reasonable doubt to think that it's not like it's it's not just a movie like it could have possibly happened yeah no i agree nope i i i would say the same thing i think that uh yeah sell it to someone as though it's real because Mm -hmm. that's how it was sold to us Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what made it so effective best viral marketing campaign ever oh yeah absolutely (laughs) very effective and so yeah that's what i would say well um courtney thank you so much for returning thank you for having me I'll be uh, back. Yes, you have to be. <laughs> <laughs> I said you were a horror girl, and we haven't had you back enough, so. Yeah. Yeah, what's up? No, I'm just kidding. Ooh. But yeah. <laughs> Awkward. Awkward. No. Mm. But uh, I'll, I'll definitely, definitely come back to talk spoop. Yes. Anytime, spoop. any day. Oh, spoop. All I mean, Halloween, you know, it's only so many days. It's it's the month of October. 31 but, days uh, of Halloween. <laughs> But for me, it's all year. So. All, all damn year. <laughs> it's lifestyle, so. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's not a phase, mom and dad. <laughs> no. This is who I am. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we, you will be back. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye.